Welcome to lesson five, the fundamentals of compression. So in this lesson, you will learn what compression is, what it's used for in music, and how you can use it inside your recording sessions. So what is compression? Well, it's the process of reducing the dynamic range of an audio signal. And again, when we talk about audio signal, what I mean is the signal coming in that we then record. So that could be your voice, that could be an instrument, that could be a, a, any other recording, but it's an audio signal coming in that we've then captured. So compression is the process of reducing the dynamic range of that audio signal. So it diminishes the loudest peaks in the signal and boosts the lowest. And it uses a specific ratio that we can set to do this. And we're going to get into what that means. So here's an example of compression in action. So we have our our normal kind of raw signal that's come in and that's the kind of gray squiggly line. And then we have on top of that, how compression might reduce that and, and kind of squash that, but also boost other parts to flatten it out more and make it more homogenized. So it's more of a, um, a, a kind of strong signal or um, regular signal throughout. It doesn't have much of a dynamic range. So now what we're going to do is first experiment with compression inside your door. So it's really important that we get started with, with just loading it up and having a look before we go into looking at some of the details. So I've made a tutorial for you um, where I'm talking you through just the basics of a compression plugin. And again, if you're not using the same door as me, it's okay. The principles still remain the same. So let's jump in and have a look at that. So here we're going to play around with compression. Now, again, all I did was I went into this side menu, went into audio effects and chose the compressor and I just double clicked here. You can load up lots of different presets, but I'm just getting it up raw for you so that you, I can show you the difference. So we're going to start with um, a very, very um, high threshold. So it means that really not very much of my voice is going to be affected at all with the compression. And I just want to show you what that sounds I'm like. feeling low. You seem to like it. So you can see that where the input is coming in, it's going on this kind of line to show where about it is in terms of the, the volume, the intensity. And it's just around this kind of middle bit. So it's not really doing that much. Now, what I'm going to do is show you in real time. I'm going to bring that threshold down so that it starts to interact with my voice more. Feeling low. You seem to like it when I cry. You find some comfort in my... So you're probably hearing that as my voice goes through that threshold, it's starting to be affected by the, that compressor. And what the compressor is doing is it's reducing the frequencies that are, that are going beyond the threshold and boosting the ones that are below the threshold. Now, I'm going to go into later on in the lesson stuff to do with ratio and attack and release and dry and wet. So don't worry, you're going to understand what these different parameters mean. But just to kind of give you an idea of when something's really compressed, let's try doing that. So here we go. You seem to like it when I'm feeling low. You seem to like it. 
So you can see it starts to get almost a little bit distorted. It starts to sound like it's not very good quality. And that's because everything's just being squashed together. So this is why people can go really overboard with compression and you need to watch out. But sometimes, depending on what you're doing, it can be really useful. But that just gives you an idea of when you can move that threshold and it starts to really change how the compression's acting. Now we're going to, like I say, go into these different pr parameters. So don't worry, but just for now, start playing around with this so you get familiar with compression. So now we've had a look at the plugin and just had an, a very, very general play around with compression. I want to have a word about compression parameters. So just like EQ and reverb, you can control how you compress a recording using different parameters. This will help you use it skillfully. And there are lots of different things that you could do, but let's just look at some with intention so that we can get some really firm understanding of the fundamentals here. So the first one to think about is the threshold. So this is how loud the signal's input has to be to activate the compressor. Now you'll have seen in the tutorial that I did with you that you can see the threshold. And, you, and I showed you how the signal was passing through the threshold. And the more I reduced the threshold level, the less, um, the more the signal was activated through the compressor, the compressor was activated. So it's how loud the signal's input has to be to activate the compressor. Now the ratio, that's the amount of compression applied to peaks that pass the threshold. So if you have a particular ratio, you're gonna have less or more compression applied once that signal pass through, passes through the threshold. Attack, that's how quickly the compression reacts to the input signal after it passes the threshold. So these are all different parameters that are going to change the way that the compression is working. There's also release. So that's how quickly the levels will return to normal after the signal dips below the threshold. And there's also the output gain, which allows you to boost the overall output level after compression. So those are some of the parameters that you're likely to use and could be very helpful when you're, you're using compression yourself. So here's a little diagram that shows you you've got your threshold, you've got your input level, and then you've got your output level as well. And when the signal is passing through that threshold, you can see how the different ratios will give you a different level of compression on that signal as it passes through the, the threshold there. The three main reasons you might use compression, because I know that you might be thinking, okay, well, why the hell would you do that? What, what would be the reason of doing this, Isabel? So number one, you may need to smooth out inconsistent levels in your tracks. So there could be tracks where there's a big difference between the strongest and the weakest points in the signal. And that could be hard to get the levels balanced in your track. And you may be constantly twiddling with volumes when you're trying to get the track actually mixing and, and coming together. So when we use compression on a track like this, it gives us more consistency across, across the track and the overall mix. So it brings more balance. The second thing might be tightening up a rhythm instrument. So it could be that you have a strummed guitar or piano part in your recording, and that's actually giving you the rhythm element. It doesn't have to be a drum kit. And compression can tighten this up if it needs tightening up. Um, so what it does, is it extends the life of the notes, and it also evens out the dynamics. So it's bringing more of a tightness to that rhythm section. 
The third reason you might use compression is taming harsh transients. Now, transients are the high amplitudes and they're short, they have a short duration um, and they come from the um, a sound that has a high amplitude, short duration at the beginning of a waveform. So a lot of the time you'll see transients in things like cymbals or guitar plucks where there's a really high amplitude, short duration sound that just can peak and can make can even lead to distortion. So compression helps to limit and tame their distortion of these transients. So it can be really useful for that. But let's make some informed decisions with compression. We thought a bit about why you would use it and the different presets. You need to go and experiment with compression yourself and you need to use your ears to identify how to enhance key qualities in your music. Now you're gonna do this in your level five workbook just like the last two lessons. And so what does this all mean for your music? We'll use your lesson five workbook to explore how you can use compression to get specific qualities in your own recordings. So let's take action. Download your module five lesson. So let's take action. Download your module four lesson five workbook and use the step by steps and exercises to get familiar with compression and how to use it in your music. Nice work. You have completed module four. I've got one more video for you though. In the next video, we're wrapping up module four and I'll be getting you all pumped up for module five, which is mixing it all together. I'll see you in the last video.